This is Gemarring Subis Daf Hey. We're holding on the bottom of Daladum and Base, two lines from the bottom in which the Gemara is quoting the aforementioned Brisa, and where we're going to explain the din in depth. Amar Mar, what do we quote? We said irrelevant to when the Chasana actually takes place, the first be or the first act of intercourse should not occur neither on Erev Shabbos Friday night nor on Motsai Shabbos. Says the Gemara, one second. I understand why shouldn't you have the first act of intercourse on a Friday night? Because it's a Chabura, it's causing the woman to bleed. Because the first ask we have the Dam Besulim on the first time that they have Tashmish, the first time they sleep together. That Dam Besulim is an act of Chabura, it's a wound in the woman's body, which we're going to deal with in a little bit. But says the Gemara, it's understandable why they should not be together for, for the first time on Friday night. What's the problem? Why can't they have the first time of Bia on Moitzai Shabbos? Omar Rav Zira explains Rav Zira as we turn over to today's daf. Hey, Omar Baal, Aleph, Mishom Cheshbainis. Because of Cheshbainis. Calculations. Look at the top Rashi. Rashi explains. She'im Yikon, it's the Maitzah Shabbos. And I have to correct myself. I said whenever the wedding's happening. No. We're discussing here when the first act of Bia is meaning right after the Chasana. So says Rashi, She'im Yikon, it's the Maitzah Shabbos. If they're going to get married on Maitzah Shabbos, Yas the Suda Balayla. When's the Suda of the wedding going to be right after Shabbos? And what's going to happen? We know what you're worrying about the whole Shabbos. The Yachshay Shabbos and the whole Shabbos you can be worrying and calculating. The incredible Allah on Shabbos that one has to watch his mouth. Your mouth in Shabbos is different during the week. You can't just talk about anything. You can't do calculations. You can't do business. You can't sit on Shabbos to talk about your chasana. Says the Gemara, that's why you shouldn't get married on a Maitzai Shabbos. No one should pause here because this is not the halacha. One second, says Abayah. This is a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to get married. It's a mitzvah to have a suda at the wedding. And such a mitzvah, there's no problem talking about it, even though it's a cheshbain, it's a calculation. How could that be, asked Abayah? Rav Chisda, Rav Amnuna, Darmi Tevayah, they both said, You're allowed to calculate mitzvah-related matters on Shabbos. And similarly, now we're going to have a few rayos. You had to give stuck on Shabbos, stipulating to give stuck, even though it's calculations. You had to go to the shuls. That's about to to discuss public matters, even though there's going to be money talked about. Because it's a You had to deal with Bikuach Nefesh. You're allowed to go to the amphitheaters and you're allowed to go to the circuses for which reason? In order to deal with matters of the public with Shabbos. And for a young child to learn, to learn a profession. So ask the Gemara basically one big question of Abaya. How are you? explaining to me that the reason why you're not allowed to get married in a Matzai Shabbos is because we're afraid. What are you going to do on Shabbos? You can do Cheshbonis, you can do calculations. Says Gemara, but a Cheshbon of a Mitzvah is Mutter. Answers the Gemara, you're absolutely correct. El Amr of Zira, different reason you cannot get married in a Matzai Shabbos. We're afraid that in your 
uh, confusion, I should say confusion, but in your apprehension and your anxiety, I should say. Like Rashi says, five lines into the narrow lines, you're going to be tarot, you're going to be busy thinking about the wedding, and you're going to forget it, Shabbos, Rahman al Islam, and you go to Shach the chicken for the meal, that's why you can't get married for the first time. Oh, now I can't get married in a Matzai Shabbos. If a Yom Kippur falls on a Monday, you should push off Yom Kippur to Tuesday. Why? Nervous that you're gonna shacht on Yom Kippur because if we should avoid Yom Kippur being on a Monday, because again you might come to shacht the bird on Shabbos. Because why? Let's look at Rashi. Rashi over here speaks out what we're nervous over here is is that what before Yom Kippur you have to eat a lot. So if Yom Kippur is on a Monday, Sunday is Erev Yom Kippur. If Sunday is Erev Yom Kippur, you have to have a big meal right after Shabbos. So I asked the Gemara, we should be nervous that on Shabbos you're going to shach for that big meal on Sunday in preparation for Yom Kippur on Monday. So if Yom Kippur falls on a Monday, we should push it to Tuesday. Answers the Gemara, simple answer. Hasam to the lafshay, lighthearted. You're making a meal for yourself, for your family. We're not worried they're going to be so anxious and nervous that on the Yom Kippur you're going to come to the God forbid, Shachta and Shabbos. But Hacha to the tarid, we know when you're making a party, you're making a meal for many, many people. There's a high level of tarid, a high level of preoccupation and anxiety. And that's when we're concerned. Inami, another answer, this answer I'm sure many people were bothered by. By Yom Kippur, when's Yom Kippur? Sunday night! So it's like, there's plenty of time from Shabbos to then, so we're not nervous. There's no time. Says the Gemara, and that's why we're concerned, you're going to come to Shech. Says the Gemara, Hashad Aslahachi, now that you came up with this reasoning, Erev Shabbos Nami, and Erev Shabbos as well, you should not get married. Meaning, we started off saying, why should you not get married on a Friday night? Because you're going to, the first act of intercourse, it wounds the woman, causes blood. Says the Gemara, no, I have a simpler reason. If we have to be concerned, that it's going to go into Shabbos and he might shacht on Shabbos. And that is the reason why you neither can get married on the first time have the intercourse on a Friday night, nor on a Matzei Shabbos. The final reason is because we're afraid you're going to be so preoccupied you're going to be Mechalel Shabbos. Ibayilohu asked the Gemara, Besula Nisayis Beraviv in Nivelz when our Mishnah said that a Basula, a virgin, a woman who never had relations, gets married on a Wednesday, ask the Gemara. So the Chasanah is on Wednesday by day. When is the first act of intercourse? On Wednesday by day. And we're not nervous that in the amount of time from Wednesday day to Thursday morning when the Bezdin convenes. And of course, because the whole convention, the reason why we're making the Chasanah on Wednesday, like we spoke about extensively in Daf base, is so that if there's an issue, he doesn't find out, he doesn't and find blood, he doesn't think that she is indeed a Basula. He's nervous that maybe she was Mizana Tachtov will go to Bazdin, but we're not nervous from the short amount of time from a Wednesday to Thursday morning. We're not nervous. Or there's another way of learning the Mishnah. Basula and Isis Bravi, they get married on a Wednesday. And when's the first act of intercourse? Vinavel's Bechamishi. And Rashi says this means on Wednesday night they have the first act of Bia, so that on Thursday morning, right away, they could go to Bazdin. So ask the Gemara fundamental question. When our Mishnah taught us that the Chasta should be on a Wednesday, ask the Gemara, is the Chasta, is the wedding specifically on a Wednesday? So that the first act of intercourse should be on a Wednesday night, the closest in proximity to Thursday when the Bezdin will convene? Or no? Or is it okay if they sleep together on Wednesday by day? 
And that amount of time, we're not nervous that they're going to calm down. Tashema says the Gemara, let's bring a riot, Anibar Kapara, Besul and even a Vels Bechamishi. He speaks out explicitly that when is the first act of intercourse of Vios on Wednesday night? But wait, why does it say that they're together on a Wednesday night? The reason is because Thursday was the day of creation, which is a special bracha of Dagim, the special bracha of being fruitful. Almana similarly says this, Bryce, and it says Bechamishi, it's married on Thursday, and she has intercourse on Friday. Why? Because that's when there was a blessing to the person. The bracha to Adam. So now the Gemara is medayik, and the Gemara infers from this brisa that time of misham bracha. It sounds like what's the reason they should sleep on a Wednesday night on a Thursday? What's the reason now Amman sleep on a Thursday night or Friday? Because of the special bracha of Doug and the special bracha of Adam. Avo misham akrui But it sounds like we're not nervous. They're going to calm down. It sounds like we're not. We do not have to be concerned that if they sleep together on a Wednesday afternoon, that the amount of time that could elapse between a Wednesday afternoon and a Thursday morning. Morning. Maybe you won't come to Bezdin. Says the Gemara, one second. If what you're saying is accurate, if what you're saying is correct, why did the Almana do everything a day later? The Almana should do the same thing because it's a bracha to the Dagim of being fruitful on Thursday. Answers the Gemara, no. It's better for the bracha that's on a Friday on a Thursday night. And there were sins in Almana. We're not concerned to go to Bezdin. What's the difference? Of course, because by Abisullah, the first time there's the intercourse, that's what there's the Dami. Sulim. That's when there's the problem. Maybe she was Mizana. That's when the whole creation should be on a Wednesday before Thursday when they go to Bezin. But an Almana who already had relations is, isn't that concerned. So it's pushed to the next day. Why? Because the bracha to Adam is, uh, is better. Inami, another reason. Reminiscent of what we saw back in Dafiz and Gimel. Misham Shaktu. You know the reason why an Almana. It's married on a Thursday. And the first act of intercourse is on Friday, Thursday night, because of Shaktu again, that the Chachamu were concerned with the dignity of each and every young girl, each and every Abbas Yisrael. Titania, we learned in a Bryce, we are ten lines from the wide lines of Heyam and Aleph. Why do we say that Almana gets married on Thursday, and has intercourse on Friday again? Meaning Thursday night, for what reason? Because if you're going to say they could be together, earlier on Thursday, you know we're nervous about. They're going to have the wedding on Thursday morning. Thursday afternoon, this Almana, this woman that was already married, is going to be with her new husband. And then Lamachar, by Friday morning, Friday morning, they like, okay, great, this wedding was beautiful, I'm going to work today. And that's disastrous. This woman, this Bas Yisrael, she needs the dignity deserved her. She needs to have a day to spend with her new husband. Chazal, we're concerned for each and every girl. That we want that the husband is at least there for three days. Of course, by a first time marriage, like we saw yesterday, there's seven days. But for a second time marriage, you want at least three days. How do we ensure that? We want Chamishi B'Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, B'Shabbos. And the way to ensure that is what? To say, get married on Thursday, but don't sleep together till Thursday night. And like Rashi speaks out, what does that gain? What that gains is, is that you can have the Chima Mabiyah, you can have the 
The Chiba Abiyah, like Rashi says, 10 lines from the bottom. You can have the incredible love that is generated from them being together. And when that happens on a Thursday night, Friday morning, he's not just going to get up and go to work. Friday morning, he's still reeling from that incredible Chiba that he had the previous night. So he's going to stay together with her on a Friday. And therefore, you have Thursday of the wedding. Friday, they'll be together. And then there'll be Shabbos as well. Ask the Gemara. We just had two different reasons that we just quoted. We had a reason of a bracha, that the bracha, the adam, the bracha, that Hashem gives on Friday is better. And then we have the reason of Shaktu. The Chachamim want every girl to have the dignity. So ask the Gemara, Ma'ika ben Bracha le Shaktu, what's the difference? What practical nafkamina is there between these two answers? Now you know what the difference is. Adam Batal. Person doesn't go to work, so now we don't have any concern. That he's going to wake up the next morning and go to work. So he'll be allowed to be with his wife early on a Thursday. But because of the reason of the bracha of Adam, we wait till Friday. And then again, we're not nervous he's going to go to work on a Friday because it's Yantiv. <clears throat> but the reason of, but the other reason would still stand. And that is the end of part number one of today's year, the Basula getting married on Wednesday, and now we learned another din from our Mishnah, not only do we know Basula is Ace on a Wednesday, so that they go to Bezin on a Thursday, but now we know that when should that first act of intercourse happen on Wednesday night, not on Wednesday by day, and similarly the Amana that gets married on a Thursday, when should that first act of intercourse happen, on Thursday night not on Thursday day, either for the reason of Shaktu, either for the reason that we want every each and every girl to at least be together with their newfound husband for three days, especially the Ganach HaChamim, or the reason is that we're nervous, or the reason is, excuse me, that we want them to get the special bracha of Adam, the bracha of that Hashem gave on a Friday. Says the Gemara, now once we're on the topic of the brachas that are given to new couples, says the Gemara, The actions of the righteous of Sadiqim are greater than the actions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu of Shemayim V'aretz himself. When it comes to having Sefaf Yodai in the singular Yasta Eretz, V'yemini Tavcha Shemayim. When it comes to the creation of the world, there's one hand seemingly of God creating the world. But V'yilu B'mas Yedim Shal Sadiqim on the first why lie when it comes to the action of the righteous Ksiv? Machaim the Shiftach Abalta Hashem, Mikdash Hashem, Karinu Yadecha in the plural. So we see that the actions of Sadiqim are even greater than the actions of Akadish Baruchu. Hey Shabbat Liach, there was a Babylonian there, Rabchia Shemai, and his name is Rabchia, and he said, No Raya. What does the Basic say? Yeshav is Yadav Yesaru. What do we see in this Basic? We say Yadav in the plural. This Basic is referring to Hashem creating, and it's in the plural, two hands. Answers the Gemara Yadai. There's no yod in the singular. in the plural, again referring to Hashem. It's referring to the fingers of God. Says the Gemara is not referring to the two hands of God that created, but the different fingers that were involved in creation. Meisvei asked the Gemara one second on that which bar kapara. Just said, says the Pasik, the heavens declare the covet of the covet of Hashem. And the Maise Yadav tells over the Rakia the permanent. So what do we see in this Pasik? Again, we see in the plural, Maise Yadav, two hands. Who tells over the wonderful acts of the Sadiqim, the Rakia, the sky itself. And how does the sky? How 
does the heavens tell over the act of the Sadiqim? By mutter, by bringing rain, of course, is reminiscent of all the Gemaras and Tainis that we learned, how the Sadiqim are able to bring rain through their good deeds and their tefillahs. Now, once Barakapara says one day and we bring another, two lines to the bottom, Darsh Barakapara, Maitachsev, what is the meaning of the Pasuk? That you should have a Yasid on your ears. Rather, on your ears, meaning we could have read the word referring to your weapons, but rather we read it referring to the ear. That what? If you, God forbid, hear something inappropriate, you hear Lashon Hara or something else that you should not be hearing, what do you do as you turn over to Heim and Bez? Stick your finger in your ear. That's the yesay, the finger, the peg that should shove in your ear in order to prevent you from hearing something inappropriate. Ever wonder why your finger sloped? Why are they like pegs? My time says the Gemara. If the reason is that you want them to be separate one from another, and each and every finger has a different function, the five different functions of the finger. We have the first finger, which is the zeres, which was used to measure the chayshin of the kohen gadol. We have the second, the fourth finger, excuse me, one more time. We have the little finger, which is the zeres. We have the fourth finger, which is the kamitza, as we spoke many times, as the last finger for the kamitza. We have zuama, the middle finger, is the ama, the distance for the middle finger to the elbow. We have the pointer, which is called the etzba, which is used to sprinkle the blood. And then we have the thumb, which is the gaidel. So says the Gemara, what's your question? We see what the five fingers are for. Elamata Ah, you're asking why is it sloped? Why is the finger of a certain shape? You know why? You can put your finger in your ear. And on a similar vein, says the Gemara, he lines on the top of him and base. Your ear is hard. But the little lobe on the bottom, the little flimsy little guy over there, Raka is soft. You know why? If your like inappropriate, you can take that little piece on the bottom and you could shove it in your ear. That's why it's soft. Similarly, says Gemara, you should never let your ears hear. Idle matters with Neshahain, your ears are going to be singed. First, Le'evara, if you don't hear the right thing, a bit of a segue due to Bar Kapara, all the different uh, of how careful we have to be that which enters our ears. We have our fingers to block our ears. We have the little flimsy guy in the bottom of our ears, you know, that part the woman put earrings on. We have that little guy called the Aliyah to be in the ear. How careful we have to be with that which goes into our brain. Says the Gemara Ibayilahu. Going back, all the way back to Bezam and Aleph, the Basula, this virgin, this woman who never had relations. When is she in his ASBM Ravi? For what reason is she in his ASBM Ravi? Because if there isn't any Dam Basulim, if there isn't any blood, the husband could come to Bezdin. But now, asks the Gemara, we said, starting today's daf, that the first act of Bia, the first act of intercourse, should not be on Friday night, should not be on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Ibayilu, Ma'u libo Let's explore this area. Are you allowed to have the first act of intercourse on a Shabbos? What's the question? Do we say, meaning, we know for sure that this woman is a basula. This woman is supposed to have dam basulam. There's supposed to be blood. The blood of virginity that's supposed to come out during the first act of intercourse. So what's exactly is the question. Explains the Gemara, where is that blood? Where halachically do we view that the dam besulam are inside the woman's body? Do we say dam mifkar pokid or chabure mechbar? And let's let Rashi so eloquently explains 
What exactly the Shaila is, says Rashi about 15 lines of the wide lines, Mifgad Pakid, Kemoi Pikadain, like a deposit, Kanos Va'aymid, it's sitting there, I'm waiting, Ve'enoi Nivla Bidaifne Orechem. Those are the words. The first of, you know, whenever we have a question, we have two parts of the question. Is it this or is it this? The two stadim of the Shailah. So says the Gemara, do we see that the blood of the dam is mifkar pocket? That it's not absorbed into the wall of the woman's racham, in the wall of the woman's uterus. Rather, what is the blood? It's sitting there. It's waiting. It's waiting. Sitting there right there. Meaning, do we say that the blood is just sitting there? It's just, it's like a door. The blood is sitting there. You open the door, the blood comes out. If that is the case, is there any problem with doing that on Shabbos? No. You're not making a chabura, you're not making a wound. What's a wound? I take my finger, I slice my finger. What happens? The blood inside squirts out. That's a wound, that's a chabura. But if there's blood just sitting there, and all I do is I open it up and let the blood come out, I didn't make a wound on Shabbos. So do we say that the blood inside a woman is mifkad bucket? It's like a pigod and it's a security, it's sitting there and waiting and there's no problem to take it out on Shabbos. Oi, chabure mechbar. Or do we say no? That it's absorbed into the walls of the woman, it's inside the Recham, and now, through the first act of intercourse, what happens? That act of penetration rips the wall, and it causes the dam to come forth. If that's the case, then of course it's forbidden on Shabbos. Why is it forbidden on Shabbos? Because you're making a Chabura, you're making a wound. Those are the two parts of the question. And now, as the Gemara's very often do, we take each part of the question, and we now minimize it, you know, down the tree. In Tim on the side of the question that says that Mifkad pocket, the blood sitting there, and there's no problem to take it out. Ask the Gemara one second. Lidamu tzarch l'shari is the act of intercourse just to get out the blood, and it's mutter. Or maybe what happens? We know that a woman is made into a complete vessel during that first act of intercourse. What is the reason? Because the blood is removed. When the blood is removed, what happens? It makes an opening into the woman. It makes a pesach. It makes an opening. So ask the Gemara, why is that? what are you? doing during this act of Tashmish? Are you just getting out the blood? So it's allowed because the blood's just sitting there. Or do we say no? That you're creating a Pesach. And Rashi, 10 lines from the wide line says, it's like Binyan. It's like building. There's different ways of building. You could build by taking a hammer and nail. You could build by breaking open a hole in a wall. Or you could build by taking a woman and making a hole inside of her. Making a clean inside of her. And that's what the reason would be forbidden. So again, do we say the blood is sitting there or the blood is absorbed? If the blood is absorbed, it's forbidden. If the blood is sitting there, it's mother. If you just say the blood is sitting there, ask the Gemara. During the act of intercourse, are you just getting out that blood and it's mother? Or do we say no? You're creating a Pesach, you're creating a Kaili, you're building the woman and they're first forbidden. The Gemara continues. If you're going to tell me that all you're doing is getting out the blood and therefore it's mother. But one second. You are creating a hole. You are creating a Pesach. You, by default, what is happening? You are building over here. But what's that called? Umemila, Kasi, it's happening, Memila, it's happening on its own. So now, is that allowed? Is it allowed to do something that is permitted? And by default, a secondary act that is not permitted happens. What's that called? That's a Darvish in Miskavin. Yes, many people are wondering, wait, it sounds like a Psikrisha. What's the difference? Okay, this is a very large 
lengthy and difficult sugya, but let's just get the Gemara to face value. Says the Gemara, you want the blood, so it's mutter. Ah, you're creating a Pesach, you're creating an opening, you're building the woman, that happens with me, it happens on its own, and perhaps, do we go like Rav Shimon, who says, Dover Shinim Miskavin is mutter, all Allah, Rav Yudah, Dover Shinim Miskavin is Aser. And now we continue, Vim Tim Zalam Allah, Rav Yudah, if you're going to tell me that we're going with Rav Yehuda, and the fact that the act of building happens inevitably, an inevitable act of building, a Dover Shinim Miskavin is forbidden, says one second. Is it an act of destruction? Building isn't always usher. Building is only usher if it's constructive. But if it's destructive, the act of building is kilkol. Then it's mutter. And that is the shaylom which the Gemara leaves on answers. Before we answer, it says the Gemara, we have a second way of learning that which we just said. Now we take the other half of the story. Do we say that the blood is absorbed into the woman and therefore it's forbidden because you're making a wound, you're pulling out the blood like cutting your finger and therefore it's usher. Ask the Gemara one second. Why is it forbidden? Because you want the blood. You're having tashvish, you're having intercourse, you're not thinking about that blood. You're doing it for Anna and therefore Vishar it's mutter. You doing it for that now for the benefit. And therefore it's mutter. Wait. But the blood is inevitable. The blood comes on its own. So do we say again, therefore it's forbidden. That's one second. Maybe it's an act of destruction, so it should be mutter. It's an act of destruction. And we don't have the next page. And we'll pick up from here in the next year. The Gemara is going to say, Allah, Krav Yudah, Allah, Krav Shimon, and then eventually we'll answer the Shaila on the next year, Mirza Hashem.